Hallelujah. I want you to quickly open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 4, 4th and the 5th verse. Genesis chapter 4, 4th and the 5th verse. Abel also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of their fat, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Amen. In the next three months, if Lord willing and the Spirit of God helping us, we are going to speak on the area of finances. And I'm believing for financial breakthroughs. That's why we're having our first word, lifting up the name of Jesus. Because the more you lift up the name of Jesus, it's easy to receive everything God has kept for us. When I'm speaking on finances, I want you to underline in your book and in your heart that I don't want money. All that I want you to have is financial breakthroughs in your lives. Amen. That wherever you go, a financial door will not be closed. Every latch shall be removed. Hallelujah. An anointing. Oh, hallelujah. Plenty and abundance will take over your life. Amen. That's my only agenda. If you don't believe it, just write it down and just cut it off. <laughs> hallelujah. Genesis chapter 4 and the 4th and the 5th verse, we spoke about the Lord respected Abel and his offerings, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. If you want to title the word, the big decisions of tithe, offerings, and first fruits. Amen. In life, there are big decisions and small decisions. How many of you believe that? For example, the venue of marriage is not as important as keeping your marriage together. Venue of marriage is a small decision. Keeping your marriage together is a big decision. Amen. Some of you say, I believe in Jesus. Great. There are so many people, even the devil believe in Jesus. It's a small thing. Compared to making him as the only way to heaven. Knowing that he is the way, the truth and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Knowing that he has shed his blood for the forgiveness of my sins. He rose again. Conquered sin, hell and death. And seated at the right hand of the Father. And... Believing that and making it personal, it's a huge decision. Coming to church, going to any church, is a small decision. But coming to the church God has placed you in, it's a huge decision. Amen. Listening to any man of God, it's a small decision. You can on the TV, you can listen to. But to receive the prophetic words that will decide your future from the servant of God, from a pastor who God has placed over your life, it's a huge decision. Submitting to Him as unto the Lord, hallelujah, and catching up and soaking, up, soaking your oil every day, every Sunday, every Friday, it's a huge decision. Everybody doesn't make that decision. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only some people make. That's why some people are going to be enlarged this year. Some people will look as small as they were. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Very respectfully to those kind of people, I want to tell you, God is not the God who keeps you small. But if you want to be big, huge, enlarged, if God wants you, if you want to God to lift up your head, come here. Receive the word from God. Come back to thinking that I need to only hear people who tells me what I want to hear. You are under deception. Very respectfully, I'll tell you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If your parents are only tells you what you want to hear, bad parenting. Praise the Lord. Pastor, in five minutes you have silenced us. Hallelujah. Wait for the next 50 minutes. Anybody can pray. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And give you a word. But when you trust in God, as you pray, as you read the word, trust in the prophet who's speaking to you. God will trust you. The qualification that all that you need is trust in God. Trust in the man of God. God has placed over your life. And God said you will prosper. And that's all the qualification that you need. Ninda I will prosper you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's a huge decision. Walking in love. 
is great the great decision it's more important than walking in gifts because if you keep walking in love gifts will show up compared to that walking in a gift and ministry and holding the mic it's a small decision walking in love holding on to you be patient with you it's a greater decision praise the lord when she packs dump it's a great decision shepherds to not to act dump <laughs> hallelujah praise the lord are you with me church big decisions are there it's a big decisions that you will not release the poison and the frustration that you are carrying as a parent to go into their lives it's a huge decision having children around you it's good bringing up children it's a small decision it's a small one night stand can bring a child out but to raise him up it's a huge decision praise the lord raising up in the ways of god raising up as a child of god is a huge decision a gathering praise the lord like a sunday gathering it's a small decision you minister for so long and you tell good things people will gather raising up a church for the coming of our lord jesus christ it's a huge decision praise the lord it's a responsibility that's placed on the servants of god amen hallelujah glory to god amen praise the lord glory to god can you imagine some people coming to church it's a small decision going for friends marriages their functions and the last on the list is coming to church small decision should be the other way around eating chicken a small decision eating the bread is a huge decision from the bible you should keep the church on the top of the list even when you have a geographical location after they get the job they are well settled they know the salary and everything lastly they'll say pastor which church to go last it's a small but come on somebody to be connected to the church and the genealogy god has placed you in it's a huge decision praise the lord hallelujah keeping the worship as a priority it's a huge it's not a you are becoming over spiritual you are becoming over full of jesus you are over full of heaven because that's what you're going to do you're not going to party in heaven you go to worship in heaven i'm not against party it's a small decision praise the lord i am a disco dancer no deliverance in that praise is the lord if there was deliverance you would have seen me in the pub in the disco all my life i've raised my children in the disco parlor no deliverance there there's only bondage is there and little fun i don't mind the little fun but i don't want the bondage you'll become religious just coming to church on a sunday just to finish something you're becoming another pharisee and the lord said beware of pharisees and the lord told me to tell you to tell yourself beware of myself i don't want to look at two people and say praise the lord take your mobile take that photo that shows your face that beware of this guy if you are in part of this you can just come into sunday when is something it's a small decision work and salary is concerned because god is my source he will anyway going to bless me but my children and my family keeping them above my work and my money it's a huge decision i'm a great man of god in america i want an opportunity to meet the president of the nation it was a great it was then a great man of god now a greater man of god he was invited by president obama to meet him for a breakfast and he gave the date he was so happy and suddenly his son said papa papa you forgot today was supposed to my game my ball you're supposed to come and cheer me up he said he did not think twice to tell himself 
that I would rather see the ball game of my son than to meet the president of America. Come on, somebody. He kept his child above his position, his desire. What happened? Today, he is one of the spiritual leaders in the around, one of the spiritual advisors around Trump. When you keep your priorities right, God will open greater avenues for you. Praise the Lord. So there are big decisions and there are pivotal decisions. Everybody say pivotal decisions. I don't know whether you have played basketball. I have it. But there are pivotal decisions. You plant yourself and when you are pressured with people around you, you put this and have a correct perspective. You, you go through. There are pivotal. It's small, but it's pivotal decisions. Everybody say pivotal decision. For pivotal decisions, you have to plant yourself somewhere. You make those small yet effective decisions in your life. You need to be planted on the word of God. You need to be planted in a church. You need to be eating the right food. And then you make those. It's not huge, but it's pivotal. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor, example. Yes. Getting up early in the morning. And having a, a positive attitude. It's a pivotal decision. Amen. It's not a huge decision. It's not a big move. But just to move in the right direction. To see the right perspective. It's a pivotal decision. Hallelujah. Amen. And as a pastor, somebody asked me a dumb question. To tell you you are dumb. We are hurting them. It's a pivotal decision is to tell them. Oh, it was a great question. Like somebody asked, when Jesus comes back in horses, I mean, which kind of, I mean, stallion? No. I mean, you know, so we don't want to answer those dumb questions. It, says, it was a great question, but more important is to Jesus is coming. Urgency is important. He is coming. So prepare yourself well. So at the same time, you do not make that person feel dumb. And at the same time, I did not answer. He is happy. I am happy. It's a pivotal move. pivotal decisions to keep away this thing in the same way there are wrong decisions when you don't go when you make decisions against God's word it's going to turn into a wrong decision when somebody gives you a wise counsel and you don't make the right decision it's a wrong decision there's not going in between right and wrong decision today's people wants right and wrong decision they want both how can I lie and not lie how can I flirt and be holy? How can I have everything? How can I eat burger and yet be thin? New app called Healthify Me. You're looking for all, we want everything in the world. That's not possible. Everything, look at somebody and say, that's not possible. Praise the Lord. Hosea 4 says, one of the reasons why you make the wrong decision, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Some people make the wrong decision because of the ignorance. Some people make the wrong decisions. They don't know that this was there in the word of God. Hallelujah. So this morning, some of you say, Pastor, I've made many wrong decisions in my life. That's okay. The blood of Jesus is there. The mercy seat is here. Don't be controlled by your wrong decisions. Number one, don't try to control others with your wrong decision. Number two, don't waste time to make others believe in your wrong decisions. Number three, and don't tell God to agree with your wrong decision. Number four, there's only one decision and that's a decision of the word. Don't waste your time in the rest of the things. Hallelujah. Pastor, you better be in Kerala for one more week. Let your senses be back this morning. Hallelujah. Now, one of the areas of a big decision, that's why I'm coming here, is in the area of your finances. I mean, how many of you don't want to be poor? Only very few people. How many of you don't want to be in lack? How many of you want to be in plentiful for the glory of God? Pastor, if you preach all these kind of people's love for money, no, I'm preaching this so that love for money will leave and love for God will come. The right perspective. Praise the Lord. Big decisions on tithes, offerings, and first fruit. Hallelujah. 
we want to have a biblical understanding of i know some of you do all this i'm not saying you don't do it but we want a biblical understanding and a revelation amen hallelujah pastor has been ministering on this subject for a few weeks and i was thinking whether it's the right move to minister this on a sunday church i was asking him he said definitely definitely because of god's you need to have an impartation god's people should be blessed and have a right perspective so that they can be more of givers into the kingdom of god they move in abundance there be no insecurity praise the lord you're secure in the father's love and the grace of god so you'll be able to receive more hallelujah how many of you want to receive more hallelujah so here the word used in genesis 4 is a word called offering everybody say offering Abel gave a better offering. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible says, if you don't do anything without faith, it's a sin. So whether you are giving your tithes, offerings, without faith, it's a sin. Oh, I have to give because I'm coming to church. This church is all about money, 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 money. Don't give it, don't give it like that. It's a sin. Rather than give. rather sin and not give the lord amen most of the churches don't like about money most of the people's face will go praise the lord i don't care praise the lord hallelujah oh, you didn't hear i don't care God has told me to tell you people who take it can have the breakthrough people who don't have to take it don't take it Lord do it with faith the bible says our action should be a result of faith even you coming to a friday or a sunday meeting if it is not by faith if for any other agenda it's a sin you should know i was glad when they said to me come into the house when two or three are gathered he is there at the midst bible says don't break the meeting oh i rather will be here because god is about to do something you come like that every week something extraordinary will move into your life hallelujah i couldn't move my throat my tongue my jaw last sunday but somewhere i was in cochin somehow somehow i went into the church i couldn't sleep last night i mean my entire body was aching hallelujah but i went hallelujah pastor asked me to minister with all this i took the mic after ministry throat pain became better praise the lord because whatever you do by faith breakthroughs come our faith should be a result our action should be a result of faith so we have to have a biblical foundation is that okay the first mention of offering is what we have there's law called the first mention everybody said the first mention and it is in paramount importance or it's 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 a paramount importance that we find the first mention of every scripture in the bible especially when you are taking a teaching there are two people abel and cain everybody say abel and cain they are the first born human beings Adam and Eve were formed and created but we are like who Abel and Cain Praise the Lord Amen I want you to be but like more like Abel and not at all like Cain I don't want you to come and kill me that's why Hallelujah And what did Abel do he made a sacrifice unto God Everything that you see whether your business your work hospitality industry anything that anything that you see is built out of a sacrifice so is the kingdom of god so is our worship there is a sacrifice within our roma to god there is nothing ever built man man came free there was a sacrifice behind it people sacrifice their time effort to bring forth something amen three words for that word offering everybody said three words number one a gift giving willingly god is not going to ask 
come here, come here. Three hours, three hours. Sit here, sit here, sit here. Willingly, I love you, Jesus. <laughs> I thank you for just, I just woke up and there is breath in my body. That's enough for me to come. I thank you, Lord. I'm just here. Willingly. Not out of demand, but a free gift to God. Hallelujah. You don't demand me, Pastor, give me a free gift. Hallelujah. No compulsion, no intimidation. We give it by free. That word offering means a free gift. Anything that you give it to God. There are very various instances and various times God demands it. We'll get into that later. But most of the times that offering word, free gift. Hallelujah. It's a sign of responding back to God's love. Your life, your heart, your finances, everything you are saying, Lord, I, I want to give it willingly. Amen. Are you getting this? Am I, am I too fast? Yes. <laughs> he will not come. He's a gentleman. Say, Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not come, going to take your collar and call. You tell him, Lord, you gave me this life. I want to give it to you. Free of cost. I'm as weak as any human person. I'm weak as a, as, a, as a broken vessel. I'm too broken, Lord. But I trust you. I give it to you, Lord. That's, that's worship. That's church. That's beauty. He brings beauty out of ashes. Any ashes here tonight? Any ashes here is going to make you beautiful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I got one, two ashes. Praise the Lord. It's going to make you beautiful. Praise the Lord. And the three, well, fourth one, I am here standing here. He'll make beauty out of ashes. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two meaning payment owed to a higher authority. And I want to come to the third person. Third meaning a sacrifice. Surrendering something of value. Amen. Most of the times we sacrifice to get something back. For example, a mother gets up early in the morning, tell her, get up, get up, get up, make milk and sleeps with, I mean, sleeps at nine with the child and get up at five with the child and sit with her. Why? Because she's expect, expecting her to become a doctor. With a degree, you better come back with a degree of all the sacrifices. As a pastor. When you are tired, when you don't have voice, when everybody tells you better take voice rest and sit at home. Praise the Lord. But you come from a different DNA. You know, my, my DNA is different. I, I have a pastor. If there is a breath in his body, he will stand up for the glory of God. So his DNA is different. So against everybody, you come and you preach the word of God. It is because you are expecting a generation to rise up in the city. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before I came here, you know, my pastor, I was happy. I was a little down. So he prayed and said, I see 11, another level people are getting baptized in the city. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is, God is about, hallelujah, to raise up a generation for the glory of Jesus Christ who will stand up for God, who has a voice in the city, who are influencing, influencers in the city for the gospel of Jesus Christ, whose eyes are eternity. I'm willing to sacrifice to serve God in this end time generation. What end time pastor? Rod Parsley, the man of God said, I know when Christ comes. Everybody say, nobody knows, only father knows. He said, I know it. I was enthusiastic to hear it. He said, the Bible says, when nobody expects him. <laughs> when you least expect him, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Only three or four people are expecting him. My God, is he coming now? Hallelujah. Why, why am I preaching week after week with no energy, no health? For what? So that you will be strategically placed in the city. One prophetic word will change that hard spirit inside of you. 
one prophetic word will take that complain spirit out of you somehow to see you spotless and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ somehow to know that he's a gracious God to taste him change your taste this message in the next six months will change the taste of the people who are coming single-heartedly Amen keep away all your complaints and murmurs come here take this word pastor is speaking to me maybe maybe that's why I'm here I'm, what's the use of speaking here to a crowd that is sitting there I'm speaking to you only who, who else I'm not throwing stones at you. I'm just trying to lift you up. Into another level. Everybody's another level. Hallelujah. Because when you and I meet in eternity, you should say, Pastor, I received that word. And I followed that word. I obeyed that word. Here is my crowd. Atra will say, here is my crowd. Patrick will say, here is my crowd. Rashi will say, here is my crowd. I will say, here is my crowd. And we'll all throw the crown at the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords, and we will bow together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Bible says, because of the lack of time, not reading the word, okay? You should just, you should rest, just write it down and go home and read it. Genesis 4 3 says, in the process of time, in the process of time, Abel offered a better sacrifice. What does that mean? Because in those days, people used to live 900 years minimum. The age of people was 900 years. Praise it. Can you imagine in the process of time? I don't know when exactly, because in the Old Testament, they became teenagers when they were 100 years. 300 years, pimples started coming up. 500 years, midlife. 700 years only they become old. Not joking, it's there in the Bible. But God said, okay, that's enough. I'll keep them to 120 years. I'll give them good 120 years. Moses, when he was depressed, he said 70 or 80 years. The way these guys are complaining, better go. <laughs> that was under depression. God said in His mercy, in His love, 120 years. Hallelujah. Same Moses went up to live for 120 years. Same Moses wrote Psalm 91, says, with long life I'll satisfy you. At least say amen to that. So don't know exactly, but the process of time, He gave an offering and the Bible clearly says, God did not respect the offering of Cain, either the giver or the gifts. Cain brought an offering. It was not about the offering, it was about the heart. Amen. God did not respect it. Amen. The Sunday school, they said it would have been rotten tomatoes, rotten apples. What he gave, we don't know. But God did not accept the offering. In other words, God is not looking at what is in your hand. He's actually looking what is in your heart. It's not about the check and the million dollars that you put. It's your heart where you honor God or not. Hallelujah. Here is Abel coming forth with a sacrifice. Be an Abel. Look at two people and say, be an Abel. It says, Abel also brought the first fruit of the flock. Everybody say, first fruit. The firstborn of his flock. When you com completely read it, God is exactly speaking about a quality and a quantity in that scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. What do we think when we read Abel's scripture? Abel came, took one lamb, put the altar, one lamb, and put the. Is that what is that? You have to go and read. Hallelujah. Abel would have been rearing 
camels and goats and sheep and all that we don't know the numbers but definitely he was so rich the bible says he had two camps he was so rich he became so rich i mean not not two camps but he, in those days god blessed him he respected god honored him so maybe he would have had so much that you know by the time he counted everything he would have given 2000 first fruit to i mean by the time he took the goats the sheep the camel at least the first fruit would have been about 2000 minimum 2000 3000 of all the first and the best we are supposed to give the first and the first and the just imagine you know when he gave one sheep not out of 10 because goats doesn't give birth to 10 at least two or three or maximum four so he gave the first out of four which is 25% here goes our 10% he did not uh, He's gave twenty five percent quality and quantity. Quality, the Bible says he took the fat, especially in uh, Genesis four and four. Abel also brought of the firstlings <coughs> of his flock and of their fat, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Out of the fat, Lord said, "I like this giver." How many of you want God to look at you and say, "I like him"? I like this giver. It's something special. How many of you want to be an able generation? As far as as far as giving is concerned, we don't want brothers to come and kill us. Have you ever heard? It's always amazing. It is the people who actually don't give a good gift. will always persecute the one who gives the best or envious of the one who gives the best hallelujah they always have complaints to the one who gives their best something to say hallelujah even in the church there are people who gives out of a genuine heart and i pray god will abundantly bless you i am believing because i know some of you going through financial darkness and difficulties I am decided before God that nobody in this church will be in lack. I'm trusting the Lord. Everybody will love you plenty. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 8, second mention 15 to 22. I'm taking a few 15 20 minutes little more. Is that okay? is to see you financially blessed that's all then god spoke to noah no 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 we don't we don't have time to read it but it's a second mention speaking about after abel's noah after the flood after the rain after the judgment god protected noah and his family is coming out of the ark he had two of every living creature clean and unclean animals birds he's bringing it out and what is that he did he took the clean animals and sacrificed it on the altar this was the same animals that should have brought the next generation this was those only animals that he had to produce and to populate the earth again but he sacrificed what he had out of scarcity in scarcity he gave a pair of every clean thing which would have eventually put a question mark on your future that kind of giving will be putting a question mark on the future if you are giving the goat who will replace the goat but because he did what god said to do god blessed the earth because of noah wow if at all at that genesis 8 and the 22nd verse says We have read that as long as earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. God bless the earth. 
because one man chose to obey God earth is still blessed because of Noah's sacrifice because as a critical everybody is a critical some of you are in critical moment but let it do something but the Bible says to do it and that you will overcome that critical moment when people tra tra travel throughout Norway, Sweden and the European countries, they say the people, people are so rich, but they don't tithe, they don't give offerings to God, they, they become, they're so misers. They're, that's what usually we speak about Europeans and Americans. Americans would give a little bit more. But you have to know, the same Norwegians, Swedish people, are the people who funded missionaries in the early days. And what the Europe is experiencing now is the result of what their forefathers did and obeyed God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Some of us are experiencing a blessing because of what your father did. Maybe. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God will never forget the giver and his gift even after 500 years. 500 generations. Hallelujah. Only, only, only the front way people are excited. I'll get you excited. More of giving. Praise the Lord. Some of us are beneficiaries. I can tell you for a fact that I am a beneficiary of the giving nature of my both my grandparents. Hallelujah. And I want to make it into a large when we come to my children. Praise the Lord. Ah, they'll have 100 times more. Making plans for that. Praise the Lord. In my giving. There was this man of God said a story about two rich girls in America. Extremely wealthy. And a prophet went into that house and was praying for them and prophet saw because he was a prophet, a pastor, he, he, he saw it in a vision. Why God blessed them so abundantly. God showed him, these people were coming from my part of the town, Kanyarapalli. But Kutikanam's side. They were poor people. This man was a daily laborer. Daily laborer is now, it is about uh, 500 rupees per day. Years back, should know. Daily laborer. He did not hardly had food. With all the little he had, he made the two daughters study nursing. One day, a man of God stepped into his house. And all that he had was two, three, you know, spoons of nice coffee powder. And he blessed that man of God. Without this man of God, did not know. He, it was a cold night, so this man of God prayed for the, this, this person and he left. These two girls who studied nursing went to America. Was paid the highest jobs. Which paid the highest salaries. And they went to become two of the most so-called rich people there. And this man of God said, it's because of your father gave. Praise the Lord. You are enjoying the benefits of this country. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because you gave to a man of God. You remembered and you gave out of your heart. God remembered you. Praise the Lord. I can tell you by, this, by experience this is true. Lack of time. The first instance, tithe is mentioned. We are, we are almost. First fruit and offering, we, we have somewhat covered. Let's come to tithes. The first place tithe is mentioned is Genesis 14, 18 to 24. You go home and read. Amen. Now, anybody who thinks this tithe was from the law, tithe was before the law. Tithe was before the law, number one. It did not come through Aaronic priesthood. It came through Melchizedek, number two. Number three, in uh, Romans chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Abraham became our father before the circumcision. Amen. 
he gave the tithe before circumcision and the bible says we are supposed to follow every step that he did before circumcision because he's our father so it does not come under law it's come under grace praise the lord i don't know I, we will go into that later in the coming weeks but i'm just mentioning you amen first mention of the tithe what 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 is the context of the story are you getting tired no is it is it interesting yeah yeah we know the story 318 people born of the house went to save lot from the hands of uh, four enemy territories together with lot and the sodom and the king and they captured abraham with his three and plundered these four nations and brought all the goodies everything and suddenly melchisedek the priest the king of the priest of the most high god the king of salem appeared before abraham the bible says abraham gave one tenth the tithe of it all everything that he got he gave the tithe say i he gave the tithe one tenth just imagine somebody showing up who never participated in the battle after everything was over is suddenly showing up but abraham recognized it is god who blessed me god who gave me the victory i should give to this priest of the most high god praise the lord a preacher of jesus in the old testament he gave the tithe of it all amen tithe of everything oh i don't have tithe see 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 give me tithe of ah 10 pence 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10th pen jesus 10th shirt jesus 10th sheep jesus 10th acre <laughs> everything tied of it all everything he had god was god abraham gave it to god even the people he had he gave a tenth of it hallelujah Are you hearing this? Oh my god. Pastor, are you going to plunder us? No. I am going to open the windows of heaven through this word. Hallelujah. That word tenth means uh tithe means a tenth, a collection. Amen. gold 10th gold oh don't touch our gold don't touch our dollars i won't touch it god will touch it to give you more prosperity gospel nah no prosperity gospel when you follow jesus you become prosperous there's nothing i don't believe in this prosperity gospel there's nothing called prosperity gospel it is when you follow the gospel you become prosperous I don't have time to refute all that at the moment. The lack of time. I'll refute it later. It's okay. So he is coming after victory, and here is Abraham, give a tenth of it all. That word tithe, Hebrew word means masher, mazar, or ma- whatever. Azar. It comes from the word rich. Your richness is in the tithe. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You want to see rich people in their tithe, because they give it to God from a willful, willing heart. Praise the Lord! Not to the poor. Bible says in Malachi three, into the storehouse. I'll come to that early. Into where you receive the word, hear the word, where the gospel is going. You're putting it there, and God will bless you. Helping poor offerings and all coming later. But at least start from tight. Look at two people and say, "At least start from tight." Based on the word, add it. Based on the word, based on the word, not out of compulsion. Nahi karo. Hallelujah. 
Are you okay? He gave a blessing. He gave the tithe, the best. As a matter of fact, Abraham gave the rest of the 90 to the king of Sodom. He did not keep anything back. Because he said, my God will become prosperous. How many of you believe your job is not your source? Come on, come on. Your estate is not your source. Your boss is not your source. Your family connections is not your source. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I see angels of God opening supernatural doors. The water is stirred this morning. Jump into this world. Jump into this world. Oh, some of you need to say, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Some of you are still on the shore. If I were you, I would have. I would have done that. That's what the pool of man in Bethesda did not do. People who did it got healed. church tonight I think your time I'll continue next week next 16 to 18 next three months we are only going to learn everything that is there on the Bible on the perspective finances but some people say pastor I'm not let to give rest King of Sodom, the Bible says Abraham met the king of Salem, the priest of the Most High God. Two principles priest, you give your tithe, king, you give what? Tax. How many of you here only pay your 30% taxes led by the Spirit? Anybody? I want to bow before you. Why tomorrow you will be in jail? So that is no little. One giving it to tithe to God led by the Spirit. <laughs> Bible says, give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give unto God what belongs to God. Amen. Most, most are pro. Should I stop? No. no? <laughs> Just take five more minutes. It's getting interesting. The people say, see, this is law. Under grace, you won't give. How many of you know God has under grace blessed us so much that the giving is more under grace? Oh, come on, somebody. For example, Bible says, in the law, don't commit adultery. But under grace, he said, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery. Because it is bringing you to the end of yourself. You said, oh my God, how is it impossible for me to not to look at a pretty girl and feel a little bit... Grace makes you do the impossible things. Oh, come on, somebody. When you come under that kind of grace, there is a production of holiness. You can look at somebody and not lust. Amen. In the law it said, do not murder. But under grace, the Bible says, if you keep anger in your heart, you're already murdered. Which means, when grace comes... Have you seen Joel Austin? People attacking him left and right and center. 
Grace It's Grace. <laughs> grace exceeds the law. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus know when your heart is touched by God's grace, you'll exceed the Lord's. It's not about just 10%. You give it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You will overcome not only sin, but under grace. You give more. Hallelujah. Everybody say under grace we give more. It's not tight. Anything God asks me. Hallelujah. In like Luke chapter 2, verses 21 to 24, you speak, see about Joseph and Mary bringing Jesus to be offered unto God. Because 13th chapter of Exodus says, anybody who opens the womb belongs to Jesus. Amen. Are you hearing this? Together with that, they brought goats, I mean not goats, turtle doves. In those days, only the poor could afford. I mean, they bring turtle doves as a sacrifice. They could not uh, afford goats and sheep. But, they, but yet they gave. Amen. The truth, the truth is that, hallelujah, it is not to a sin to be poor. Amen. It's not a sin to be poor. The poor also gave. Hallelujah. Never, never, never make people be little because you are in lack. But uh, this word is going to break that spirit of poverty once and for all. In your generation, you will not have a lack. I am prophetically telling people. In your generation, there will not be lack in your lives. In your family, in your generations. You will not have to focus on money. You can focus on Jesus who will bless your life. Do you believe that? And the Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, 1 to 2, wise men came to bless Jesus. Everybody say wise men. Some people say kings. Some people say three kings. The Bible never say three kings. Wise men came with three gifts. Gold, silver and myrrh. Herod was so jealous, which means there's not three wise men. There would have been uh, hundreds of them coming to worship Jesus. But for three gifts. And Matthew 2.11 says, They opened up the treasuries. You think, oh, one small piece of gold and silver and myrrh opened up the treasuries. My Bible says, where your treasure is, there your heart is. If your treasure is Jesus, you will open up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anything to him and say, there is nothing, hallelujah, more important than you, Lord. It's a huge decision tonight. It's a huge decision. It's a pivotal decision to take a step and say, I'm going to open up my heart. I'm going to open up my treasury. So come on, somebody. My treasure, my heart is with Jesus. He is my treasure. Come on, somebody. That's the key thing here. Your heart is there. Your heart is not in the money. I will give you anything. Hallelujah. You are not going to stand before God. Let me tell you. You are not going to stand before God in heaven and say, I outgave you, Lord. You are not going to say that. Hallelujah. Now, I'll just read one more, one more, one scripture. Matthew 23, 23. <laughs> I'm going to Woe to you scribes and Pharisees yeah. Hypocrites Yes. For you pay tithe of mint and anise ah. And cumin ah. And have neglected the weightier matters of the law ah. Justice and mercy and faith ah. These you ought to have done Without leaving the others undone um, Without leaving the others So he's saying not to do He's not saying that not to tithe But he's saying The weightier things of the law Love Justice, mercy, faith. This you do first. 
together with your tithe. How many of you know, understood that? Matthew 23 is a 23 of wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. Eight times, whoa. What do you scribes? It's a chapter that we freaks out people. Five, six, seven is okay. 23 is a whoa. Pharisees were very meticulous. They will say, 10 salt, one to God. Come on. They were soap, 10 pepper, one to God. They were very meticulous. 10 fish, one to God. I mean, they were very meticulous. Hallelujah. Are you here, church? Jesus, he said, at the cross when you come, and the grace touches your heart, you will tithe, but grace, mercy, and truth you will have. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Tithe is there, but with a good heart. In Luke 18, 9 to 14, two kinds of people. One prayed to himself, a Pharisee, prayed to himself. Some many people are praying unto ourselves. How many of you here, you're so excited with your style, prayer, tongues? Pharisees, I prayed, I tithe, and God, God was upset with that because he thought I'm receiving because, because of my meticulousness, because the way I do things, and because of the way I pray. He forgot it is by grace and by faith alone. But God blesses your prayers. Don't get over, give over importance to you, even in spiritual matters. Amen. Are you with me, church? Are you getting this? Now look at one scripture in New Testament, how we should give in Mark chapter 10, 28 to 31. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and ah, followed you. Ah. So Jesus answered and said, mm. Assuredly, I say to you, mm. there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands mm. for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions hallelujah anybody who has left it all one house hundred house one house you gave it in Bangalore you will have houses in Europe, every continent that you name it. It's God's word for him and for his gospel. God's word. Peter is saying, Father, we have given it 100%. He says, this is your blessing. Oh, come on. At least start with 10. Look at somebody, at least start with 10. <laughs> Hallelujah. Luke 21, 1 to 4, there was a widow who put little. And the Bible says, many have put, but she gave all that she had. Amen. Many put lakhs, but one widow had only few coins. Pastor doesn't look the offerings people put, but Jesus looked. I'm sorry to say it. He was watching what everybody is putting. Come on, sir. I don't look. I don't care. I care my, about me, but not about you. I just give you the word. You give it your want. Jesus saw their heart. Today, this message is not to defraud you, okay? To bless your life. If you are poor, give that last two into God's hands. And bless, God will bless. A woman with an alabaster flask broke it before the Lord. A costly ointment. Bible scholar says it was her grandparents and parents. It was it was a treasure that was given to her. Sotta in Malayalam says Sotta, ancestral property. She gave it and Judas criticized. The people who doesn't give criticize people who gives. I don't want Judas in the church. Praise the Lord. 
the woman gave up all that she had hallelujah amen this is the last word i'm going to pray and bless with you acts 432 acts 432 rabha rabha shikara now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own but he had all things in common amen they were not possessive about their possessions they were not individualistic the spirit of the first church was whatever we have it's going to be used for everyone church at large the body of christ and they gave out of love amen is is just a scripture if you love god so love the world you should like this scripture too oh rababash this is the word big decision today on your tithe some of you 90% of you do it i'm just giving you a scriptural foundation to take you into that breakthrough the revelation the light to shine to show you the path to your breakthrough let's close our eyes in prayer let's close our eyes offer your heart today hallelujah we'll continue next week we'll continue